Podcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm honored to have you join us. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. Last week, I asked you about the process of using technology in your classroom. It was great to hear from so many of you. The main takeaways were, number one, Many of you still don't have access to one-to-one devices in your classroom or school. Number two, many of you are still tied down to using technology as a separate asset in learning and not integrating like it should be. Number three, because of the non-integrated nature of technology in your classrooms, it makes it hard to utilize technology in an ad hoc nature. And number four, Lack of training and access to devices makes it hard to go in-depth with learning resources that can transform learning. Thank you for your thoughts and ideas. This week, I wanted to ask you about your own professional learning. How do you learn, and where do you go to for learning? I'd love for you to share your go-to resources and places for learning. Please share with us via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is Coggle. Coggle is a mind mapping tool to support the development of ideas and organized thinking. Coggle is a simple to use across many contexts. Coggle makes mind map development and documentation easy. It's great for multiple contexts and age groups and I've seen it used incredibly well by teachers in collaborative planning sessions. I highly recommend that you take a look at the link in the description below, coggle.it. Last week, we talked about revision techniques with technology. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to talk about ways to be more collaborative in a tech-rich classroom. To me, collaboration is a critical component to learning. Whether that's collaboration in the form of conversation or collaboration in the form of mutual working environments and feedback. Collaboration comes in many ways, shapes, and forms, but adds significantly to learning value and output. Let's bring that thinking into the digital world. Over the past two years, how have you changed the way you communicate because of the pandemic? I know I have in many ways. The majority of my collaboration happens in a digital landscape now, whether that's through video calling platforms, collaborative documents, or tools that encourage collaboration through integrated features. As we talked about last week, not everyone is lucky enough to be teaching in a tech-rich environment. For me, being tech-rich is about access to devices, connection, and integration into teaching and learning practice, and of course time and resources to learn as an educator. What this means as educators is that no matter what environment we're in, we strive to use technology to add value to learning. So specifically looking at collaboration, I wanted to highlight some of my favorite tools that encourage the skill of collaboration that you can integrate easily into your teaching and learning program. Here are my favorite six collaboration tools for your classroom. Number one, Coggle. 
As I shared earlier on the podcast, the collaborative nature of Coggle allows for interactive mind map development for any context and learner. It's definitely worth an exploration if you haven't used it before. Number two, Flipgrid. The ability to build video responses and allow the ability to respond and engage in conversation makes Flipgrid a cool and unique collaborative environment to integrate into learning in your classroom, no matter what the age of your learners. Number three, Padlet. I love Padlet, especially for collaborative learning. We utilize Padlet integrations in EduSpark even for learning conversations with adults because of the nature and ability to customize it for any learner. It's a great way to share and collaborate on thoughts and ideas. Number four, G Suite or Office 365 tools. Obviously, no collaboration list would be complete without mentioning these tools. The nature of collaborative documents in these environments make any learning experience a collaborative one. Whatever platform you use, I encourage you to add collaborative features and opportunities to share, connect, engage, and give feedback. Number five, Kahoot. Something I'm sure you've all seen or used in your classrooms at some point. Kahoot provides a game-based learning and content reinforcement environment that allows learners to connect and share through competition and collaboration. And number six, Goose Chase EDU. Maybe a new tool for some of you and your students, but something worth checking out. This exciting educational tool puts the active in interactive. While Goose Chase features an extensive game library that teachers can use to teach everything from physical education to basic grammar, the app also features scavenger hunt style lessons that can also add an extra element of fun to field trips through collaborative learning experiences. I'd love to hear from you to learn more about the collaboration that happens in your classroom. Please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Mary Kemper. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Mary Kemper, who you may know as at Mrs. Kemper on Twitter. Mary is the K-12 Director of Mathematics in the Coppel ISD in Texas, USA. Mary is an inspirational leader, and after connecting and following her journey online, we connected and have worked together to share her expertise in an incredible learning course on EduSpark. Mary is the past president of the Texas Association of Supervisors of Mathematics, supporting district mathematics leaders across the state. In addition, Mary is an Apple Distinguished Educator and author. Mary, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? I am, and I am so honored to um, be part of this and share my little bit of my story. Um, thanks for asking me. Absolutely, Mary. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role, and what inspires you to do what you do? Absolutely. So my official title is K-12 Director of Mathematics. And in our school district, we have 18 campuses, a little over 13,000 students. So from elementary school uh, through high school, um, we have um, teachers and uh, campus administrators who 
need the support of a math ed leader, and that's my job. So I create and edit and maintain our curriculum. It is written in-house, and I also design and facilitate our professional learning, which in the current reality of uh, COVID is pretty innovative, and I'm always looking to improve that. The most important thing I do really is maintain that vision for our district, like really what math education should look like. And I'm not an evaluator. I'm a little bit more of a coach for my teachers. I would say I have about 350 of them. I honestly love them. They work so hard. They inspire me and I get to celebrate what they do. I get to go alongside them and give them ideas. I get to share things with them. I get to be creative with them and help them create an environment where all kids uh, love doing math. And I pretty much have the best job. My teachers are who inspire me. I love hearing that, Mary. I love the story. Uh, and math for me is, you know, always was my favorite subject to teach as a primary teacher. And, you know, I, I now have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old and I love chatting to her about her basic facts and anything to do with numbers. I'm like sort of fanboy over the homework when it comes home. I, I love it. I love having those conversations. So it's really cool to hear an expert in the field uh, talking the way you talk. And as the past president of the Texas Association of Supervisors of Mathematics, you had a direct impact on many people all across the area you worked in. What was the best part of that role and the impact that you had? The best part of those two terms that I served was uh, realizing that my colleagues, um, math ed leaders in similar positions to myself across our state, uh, trusted me and um, wanted my advice and leadership. It's a large network, and I had the opportunity um, on their behalf to advocate for our teachers and our students. I testified to our State Board of Education about our standards when there was misunderstanding about the processes of mathematics. I also testified to our state legislature about teaching math. And in this whole process of being in this role, I was able to meet national and international math ed leaders when I brought them in to provide professional development to my membership. And it just kind of made the world a little smaller. And I was humbled by the opportunity to speak boldly about teaching math, what it should look like and um, advocating for our subject. I love that. And, you know, a piece that's close to my heart is the the way you infuse technology into the work that you do. You're an Apple Distinguished Educator. Tell us a little bit about that journey and why you use technology in the work that you do. I'll start with how I became associated with the community of Apple Distinguished Educators. So right now it is January of 2022. Back in 2013, I was um, asked by my superintendent, that's my district leader, to um, be part of a group of educators who met at the Apple campus in Austin to gather digital resources for teachers across the state so that they could um, implement some high quality teaching. And um, we utilized iTunes U as a library 
and it was an ongoing project. I was the math lead on that project. But in that process, I was able to meet um, a lot of people at Apple who saw in me what I didn't realize was really there. And in 2015, I applied and was accepted into the Apple Distinguished Educator community. So now, every day, um, believe it or not, I get to communicate with, lean on, get feedback from, and support from my Apple Distinguished Educator community around the world. I believe in creativity. I believe that education can lead to this deep learning and a passion-driven, inspiring, wonderful experience in the classroom. I think technology is what can be leveraged to make it happen. And um, so that's where I am. And that's why I do what I do. I'm telling you, if you're not able to be part of the Apple Distinguished Educator community, be part of some community. Because Craig, I was telling you before we started this ridiculously positive outlook. And I really think it's because of the support and the people that I have surrounding me that keep me going every day. I am a huge advocate of community development and we'll talk a little bit about EduSpark and your course soon. And, you know, one of the big things about EduSpark and the development of what we did was community has to be at the heart of everything we do because that's the way we learn, that's the way we grow, and that's the way we develop. And everything you said there really resonates well with my beliefs and, of course, those of many teachers and schools all over the world as well. And I love your positive outlook into 2022. And I hope that that's infectious and the people that are listening to this as well. And to take that to the next level, Mary, I want to know a little bit about your next big goals in your career. You've already done so much, but what do you want to do or achieve that you haven't yet been able to do? I want to change the world. I want to help everyone, as many people as I can, to feel success and understand and enjoy mathematics and problem solving. Um, There's this veil of mystery around math in school. Maybe it's like a secret handshake um, that some people get it and some people don't. And I want to really disconnect that subjective gray area, overgeneralized averages, an A, a B, a 90%, whatever it is. Um, and I want math to look like what math looks like in the world. Like if, if we think about reading and writing, you know if you can read and write and you know if kids can read and write. But when you ask about doing math, sometimes it's, well, I failed my test or I know my facts, but that's not really math in terms of problem solving and um, challenging and experiences that really can be great. So yeah, I want to change the world. I want to help teachers feel like they know how to design really great experiences and kids to have access to that so they love the subject as much as I do. That's super cool. And, you know, I touched on EduSpark earlier on and uh, you've got a course coming out on EduSpark called Rediscover the Mathematical Learner in You. And that, you know, gets me really excited to think about even that title. I'd love to for you to share just a very brief overview of, of what people can expect uh, inside this course that you're building, Mary. The perspective of an adult 
or of adults towards mathematics is from this very abstract view. If you think about it like walking along a path, we're all the way at the end looking back and it's hard to see what it was like at the beginning. In fact, as adult mathematicians that we are, we have strategically abandoned all of the inefficient ways that we did math before we got to algorithms and computation that we can do now very quickly. And I want to help us walk back on that path towards the concrete, the visual images of what math really means. What is multiplication in terms of arrays? What is division in terms of groups? What is algebra in terms of patterns? The way that our kiddos are learning it right now, it's really hard because we are way at the end of this path and we can't see the forest for the trees, if that makes sense. Like we can't see what it was like then. So I want to bring the adult or the educators um, back to that early experience and build them up so that they're able to replicate that with kids. Yeah, and I can't wait to amplify that to the world. It sounds just incredible. I love it. Let's jump into some quick fire questions, Mary. The first thing that comes to your mind and a brief explanation as to why, what is your hashtag one word for 2022? Love. It was my one word for 2021 and I'm not finished yet. Um, I haven't shown enough people love. I haven't seen enough love in the world. Um, So my one word for 2022 is love. So cool. What was your favorite or what is your favorite EdTech book or resource? I am a big fan of the Apple iWork suite. It's accessible and creative. Keynote pages and numbers. One thing that, one tool that sometimes people are a little hesitant to use is GarageBand. And I fell in love with it a long time ago. And I love making music on GarageBand and using it in math class and in uh, videos as the background music for my own copyright friendly uh, content. That's so, so cool. And on that same trend of the tech tools that you use, what's your go-to tool that the listeners need to be using? They need to use the camera. If you think, for example, what does math look like? If you picture in your mind a worksheet with only text on it, then you're missing a fantastic opportunity. I want you as educators, design experiences for the students that are worth taking pictures of. I want the students to want to take pictures and video of what they've done and be really proud of it and share it with the world. So no matter what device you use, use that camera. Uh, That's so cool. There's going to be a lot of uh, math teachers that I know loving that shout out. I think it's a, a critical element as well and something that I talk to my daughter about all the time about the maths around us. So yeah, thanks for that shout out. What's one daily habit or practice, Mary, that helps you enjoy, progress, and succeed in your career? I am a mom and a wife, and so spending time with my family, my two girls are 13 and 11. That's the priority to me, spending time outside and exercising. But at the end of the day, I take care of myself so I can take care of others. Mary, you've shared so much inspiration today. So much solid content that I know people are going to love to go away and explore more of. What's the best way for them to follow and connect with you? Just like you mentioned on Twitter, um, at Mrs. Kemper, that's M-R-S-K-E-M-P-E-R. I also have a lot of resources I share on my digital portfolio. I'll give you the link, Craig, so you can post it in the show notes. 
Awesome. Definitely. So everything that you've talked about, those links, you'll see it in the podcast notes below. Mary, thank you so much for the incredible conversation today. Oh, thank you for asking. I enjoyed sharing a bit of my story. Next week, join me for episode 82 of the Ignite EdTech podcast, when I'm joined by the global leader of learning, keynote speaker and author, Yong Zhao. Want to win a prize? Enter now at bit.ly slash edtechwin and we'll regularly announce winners of incredible prizes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow us and share the podcast with your PLN and colleagues. Please remember to spend a few minutes to rate this podcast too on your podcast channel of choice so we can reach even more educators and edtech enthusiasts globally. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.